0: Hey everybody, welcome back to episode five of What Your Mama Went Through. In today's episode, I'm going to give you a little update as well as some funny stories and some of the challenges I've faced during our IUI and IVF journey so far. All right, first for our little update. So as you know, on Monday, I had my egg pickup. After that, they were able to inseminate slash inject four of our eggs. When I say inseminate slash inject, Two of them were done by IVF, which is where they place the sperm on top of the eggs and hope that they swim to them. And then two were done by ICSI. Uh, I actually don't know the medical term for ICSI, but that is when the uh, eggs are injected with the sperm. Now, two survived with IVF and one survived with ICSI. On Tuesday, we got a phone call from the scientist to let us know that our embryos were growing, just three of them. They had grown in cell size, which was fantastic. And she said she would give us a call again on Thursday. So Wednesday was hard because you play the waiting game. But by the time it got to Thursday, which was yesterday, we got another phone call to let us know that those three embryos were still growing And they're at 6 to 12 cells, which is very exciting and meant that we could book in for our transplant this Saturday at 11 a.m. So tomorrow I'm going in for our first IVF transfer, which is super exciting, super scary. However, I feel like we're definitely well on our way to making a beautiful baby. I'm super excited. And I know my hubby is too. Actually, one thing he's been doing is meditating. As he explains, he goes in on a molecular level to go and see our little embryos, check in on them, make sure they're okay, make sure they're growing and let them know everything's going to be okay, which I think is beautiful. And that's one of the reasons why I love him. I also thought it would be interesting to give you a little update about how I am feeling because what you do during your IVF cycle is inject yourself with a lot of hormones. So being my first cycle, I think I did pretty well on the hormones. I didn't have too much pain. I didn't feel too crazy until the last couple of days before my egg pickup but I do notice that I have these weird mood swings and and what we've decided as a couple is that we name that mood swing something because it's not me it's the drugs and the hormones making me act in a strange weird way what did we name it baby the mood what did we name my mood we gave it a weird name what it, it's like, you've got another split personality and we've named it Doyleen because Doyleen is just a little bit grumpy. She gets a little bit irritated, frustrated, quite controlling. That's not Bianca at all. She's Claim nothing that. like Everything. that. She's beautiful. Mike, shut up. Sorry, Um, that must have been Doyleen coming out. <laughs> In short, it's just like PMS on steroids and it's not fun for you or your husband and it can really destroy your relationship in a lot of ways, but you just have to stay strong and make sure that you're both aware that this is just a process and know that you've got each other's backs. The other thing with IVF is particularly today of all days, I've realized that I feel absolutely completely pathetic like I haven't done or achieved anything this month and you get really down on yourself because obviously a lot of your focus and love and energy is going towards the hope of creating a human being and when you're passionate about your career you feel like you completely lose purpose but I guess what I have to remind myself is That my purpose right now is to try and bring a new life into this world. So I really need to try and let go of the fact that maybe I'm not doing as much as I normally would. Um, I haven't been able to go to the gym at all this week because I've been having a lot of pain and the gym really helps with my mental health. I have been going for walks, which is great, but not being able to go to the gym has been frustrating and annoying and then yeah whenever I try and start some sort of job or something to do with work I feel like I can't focus because my mind is constantly bouncing backwards and forwards thinking about oh are my you know little embryos growing and how will the transfer go tomorrow so all of this is things that you don't think about but you go through on this roller coaster it's important to know that you're not alone and what's really helped me is following a bunch of people on my Instagram who are also going through a similar journey because then you feel like you have a community. And I don't even really know these people. Uh, all of the women that I follow are from Brisbane besides one, but I honestly feel like I have a connection with them because if I feel like I have a question or I don't understand something, I log onto their Instagram and I watch their stories and I feel supported and just a sense of I feel supported because I know that somebody else is going through the same thing and that's why I wanted to make this podcast because I think it's important that other women feel like there is a sense of community around their infertility journey and if I can help you then that's great, that's awesome, that's bloody brilliant. The other thing is don't get internal with your thoughts. That's why another reason I'm making this podcast and another reason I talk about it with people, because if you keep it all in and you bottle it all up, it just feels like the end of the world. But at the end of the day, you can't let it define you because it's just something that you're going through. And there are other people going through it. And if you talk about it, you will discover that. And, you know, it's not for everyone, but even if you can find one person that you can share this with, if it's a therapist, if it's your partner a loved one. It will help. I promise. Okay. So funny story. My husband needed to sperm, sperm. He needed to ejaculate into a jar so they could check his sperm. Um, and you know, this is something he's fully capable of doing on his own, but he asked me to do it with him. So sure. I I went along for the ride. He, he came into the jar Uh, And then I came along with him in the car. We got to Sullivan and Nicolaitis at Morningside and they said, sorry, this is the wrong place. Annoying. I was already frustrated because I didn't want to come. But, you know, I I was there for for moral support because he's been there for me along the way. So then we drove out to to not Browns Plains. Where did we go? uh, Bowen Hills. And we'd put the semen sample in a little bag. It's in one of those containers with the yellow lid, but then we put that inside a bag to be discreet. And he goes on inside. When he takes it out of the bag to get his label checked and hands it to the guy, it's dripping everywhere with semen because he forgot to screw the lid on properly. So then supposedly they had to get on the phone and some guy in a haz- <laughs> in a hazmat suit comes down and is like, sucking or blowing off whatever the the mess that's all over the floor and Mike finally comes out to the car and he still has the the bag and the container and I'm confused because I'm like why why what what happened and we know what happened that was fun um never let them do anything alone you need to hold their hand the whole way so if you go to Bowen Hill, Sullivan, Nicolaitis and there's a stain on the floor. that oh, was my husband. <laughs> he left, he left calmer stains on the floor. Oh my gosh, this is too much. So you know when you're wanting to buy a car and then you see that car everywhere or there's like a perfume that you're interested in purchasing and then you smell that perfume on everyone or everyone else starts buying it. Well, that's what it's like when you want to have a baby. Everyone around you starts having babies and it's really fucking annoying. Well, I mean. Okay, let's not let's not be mean. But obviously, when you've been trying to have a baby for three years, and then everyone around you starts falling pregnant, or you maybe you just start noticing more. But no, 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 no. My best friend, she's fallen pregnant. My sister, she's fallen pregnant. All of my husband's friends have babies. Why Why does it seem like, oh, it's so easy for you? And why is it so hard for me? You're allowed to feel frustrated you're allowed to feel angry. You don't feel it all of the time and you should feel it. Just feel it and then let it go. Let it go. Actually, recently I went to my sister's baby shower, which was beautiful. She doesn't like the whole baby shower thing. So there was no like baby shower cake or anything, but there were a lot of pregnant people there. There were a lot of pregnant people there. I think there were nine pregnant women and then if, if the person wasn't pregnant, they had like six children. And this was two days before my egg transfer. So I had a lot of hormones running through my body. I had a lot of hormones running through my body and I was I was I was feeling things. I was feeling a lot of things. And it was it was hard, but I was strong. And you're strong too, and you can do it. We will we will have our time. Our baby will be delivered to us when the time is right. When the time is right to have a child thrust upon us. I think that's all we have time for today on What Your Mama Went Through. Thank you so much for listening. And the next episode will be all about transfer day and what that entails. I look forward to speaking to you then. Please feel free to give this cheeky little podcast a share if you think it will help somebody else going through an IVF journey. And if you have any questions, feel free to send me a message on my Bianca Zupas Instagram. That's at Bianca Zupas and I will answer them in our episode to come with all of our crazy questions from our beautiful listeners thank you ciao for now and give me some good baby juju for the transfer tomorrow bye